My name is Mark with a C, and here's something you may or may not know about me in one minute or less. I was voted the male entrepreneur with the best hair for five years running. I was also featured on the cover of Men's Health magazine. That's me right there. Would you like me to recreate the pose? And finally, none of those things are true. The truth is I have a very dry sense of humor. I find myself saying jokes in my training, in my webinars, just like they're for real. I don't even giggle, I don't even laugh. I say it as if it were true. Do I wanna do that? Sometimes I forget to say it's a joke. I just kind of go along. So that's something you may or may not know about me. If you've been following me on anything, whether it's my training or whether it's through my content, you'll know this, but a lot of people don't know this. They think I'm serious. If there was an award for male entrepreneur with the best hair, I would definitely win it. That's for sure. Let's be real here. And that is Mark, but it's Mark Wahlberg. He happens to be my inspiration physically because we are the exact same age and we're born in the exact same month and year, of course. I'm just the upgraded version of Mark Wahlberg. So as you see, I have a very dry sense of humor. That's something you may or may not know about me. Have a great day. Bye-bye now. My name is Mark with the C. And here is something you may or may not know about me in one minute or less. I wear glasses. You definitely never see me with them, so I'll put them on for you. Hi there. Now let's be clear, they are reading glasses. I can't even see my own reflection there in the iPhone. There, that's better. They're reading glasses and they're not cheap. I have to tell you, I went all out. I was fearing the day that I would need glasses. I dodged that fact for a very long time. I'm on the computer 16 hours a day. I said, let's just try them on. When I tried on a pair of glasses, they're just reading glasses. When I put them on and I started looking at my mobile devices, I was in heaven. I was in heaven. It changed my life. Glasses changed my life. Probably didn't know that, did you? Now I went all out. I broke the bank for these. You know how much these puppies cost me and I'll tell you why. I don't like to show off prices too much, but I do pretty well in life. I paid $35 at the drugstore for these puppies, but they're very special glasses. Check this out. Perfect for reading at night in bed. So there is something you probably did not know about me. Bye-bye now and have a great day. My name is Marco with a C and here's something you may or may not know about me in one minute or less. Back about 15 years ago, I had a search directory called the CanaFind directory. It was a directory tailored for travelers to Canada who wanted to look for accommodations dining and nightlife. As I look at the date of it here, it was in 2001. So we're going back 20 years ish. 
it was also a very profitable exit for me. We sold the company. So back in 2001, it was a huge amount of money for me. And it's the first I had a taste of a profitable exit. So moving forward, I always build little businesses with the end game in mind to sell it. And that's also where I really nailed programming in terms of search capabilities. I was able to get my coding up to par when it came to programming efficient searches, database searches. That's kind of where I earned my stripes for coding for searches. So let me share with you a screenshot of what that website used to look like before we sold it. Here it is. So there it is. There's the screenshot. It usually had an RSS feed feeding the news, the recent news of the day. You could search by accommodations, by dining, nightlife. These were the areas and it would just list things out list out all the accommodations, the dining, the nightlife. We had a couple of corporate sponsors rotating all the time. We had featured members that would pay a fee. The traffic was pretty glorious. We also had a map. This is where I was doing like image mapping. I learned how to do that back then. So this site was pretty cool. It was pretty profitable and I exited for quite a bit with it. But the main thing was that I learned a lot of my, uh, dirty little programming tricks and secrets or little programming efficiencies, if you will, by doing this site, or should I say building this business? Cause that's in fact what it was. So there you go. There's something you probably did not know about me in 2001. I had a tourist directory called canafind.com. But bye now. Have an amazing day. My name is Mark with a C and here is something you may or may not know about me in less than one minute. Actually two things. I vape in the closet. That's not what I wanted to share with you, but I don't physically vape in the closet. I'm an in the closet vapor. And two years ago, I invented a little device called hide your jewel. That was actually the name of the company hideyourjewel.com, And the way it worked was, you would put your jewel, which is the vaping device. You would insert it. If you push it all the way, it clicks. And there's an actual sponge in this part so that when you inhale the vape, nobody would notice because it looks like you're holding onto a pen. And when you exhale, instead of exhaling, like I just showed you, you exhale in the hole in the front and the sponge absorbs all the vape. I bet you didn't know that about me, right? You probably knew about the vape. You probably had your suspicions, but I'm sure you did not know about the Hydra Jewel device. So what I did is I shopped the materials, the sponges, the materials to get this working and I tested it out. I went out in public. I went in really uh, odd places like restaurants before the virus and I would just have my pen and I would vape, blow out, just kind of like I'm thinking. It's a perfect device where it's kind of inconspicuous. And I put up a website with a demo video before we actually went to mass production. And within a week, I had over 30,000 pre-sales of people who wanted to buy this device before I even had them mass produced. It was crazy.
crazy, understandably so, because I wanted to vape quite often in public and we can't do that in Canada. I'm not sure if you can around the world, but it's basically like smoking. So then two things happened if you're asking yourself, why am I not a billionaire from this device? Reason number one of why I did not continue this venture two years ago. Reason number one is a little bit of a code of ethics, believe it or not. I was actually concerned a little bit that it would sell more of these devices and the teenagers and high school kids would get their hands on these and be able to hide them in class, things of the sort. But then I says to myself, they're going to do it anyways. They're going to vape anyways. And then after some research, there was something called zeroing where they actually bring their jewels in class and they puff it and they let the vapes absorb inside of their bodies not to get caught and that is super dangerous so i was kind of like yes no yes no am i helping them they're going to get the stuff anyways they're going to get these anyways am i helping them by them not zeroing or am i encouraging it more because they're able to hide them and conceal them so easily so i struggled with that for a while and then requests kept coming in and there was nothing like this on the market that was so inconspicuous and then here it came. Juul, the company, sent me an official legal cease and desist letter threatening to sue me. So that made that decision pretty clear. Yes, I can create a mold. I can call it something else without using the Juul name, but I decided to just ditch it and share it with you. So maybe some of you will run with the idea, but you didn't hear it from me. That's something you may or may not have known about me. Have a great day. Bye-bye now. My name is Mark with a C and here's something you may or may not know about me in one minute or less. I have permanently, successfully, completely closed myself off from the possibility of a relationship, love or marriage. And I mean permanently, I've successfully done that. I worked on this uh, skill for about eight years straight on learning to love myself, on not depending on a relationship or a lover. After eight years of ups and downs and saying, oh, maybe this time, oh, maybe that time, eight years made me quite skilled at completely closing myself off from that possibility. But just last year, I fell back in. I fell back in. I almost fell back into that possibility. As a matter of fact, it was super close. So now as I speak to you today, I am ultra successful at it specifically because of the last time. How do I do this? I'll share it with you. I have a book here from my past relationship. In this book, I have a note that I wrote to myself as a reminder whenever I have the urge to open up that possibility again. This is pretty awesome stuff. I'm actually a little bit excited. If I ever meet someone and I even just think, what if, hmm, I kind of like her. Is that even possible, Mark? I have this way to do it. I look in here and on March 8th of 2019, I won't show you, there's a little note that I wrote to myself to remind future Mark, if you ever get weak, pull out this note. And I wrote this note on March 8th, like I said, 2019, when I got my heart shattered. And I don't mean broken. 
I mean, shattered all over the floor in a million pieces. It was heartbreaking to the point where I was sick to my stomach. And in that moment, I wrote myself a reminder. And I can actually see the way I felt in my handwriting on this note, this reminder. And it's one of the most amazing tools I've ever created for myself. So here it is in this book. I leave the note there. And whenever I have that urge or even a subtle little possibility runs through my head of, well, maybe someday I kill it immediately. So I'm super successful at that now. It's actually one of my proudest accomplishments. So that is something you probably did not know about me, that I have successfully locked up, closed up any possibility permanently of falling in love, being in a loving relationship with a woman or getting married. I could stop this video, but I will make a quick note. A lot of yous know that I date once a week and I want to be clear here when I date, the other party that I'm dating, I want to word this perfectly. The other party that I'm going on the date with is also in my exact situation where it is non-committal. Now that's a lot more than I probably wanted to share, but there's something you probably definitely did not know about me. Bye bye now. Have a great day. My name is Mark with a C and here is something you may or may not know about me in one minute or less. Nine months ago, I got my Facebook account deactivated permanently. Since then, have I not only not been able to get my account back, but I've been told by Facebook specifically that I will never ever in a million years get my account back. It was tarnished for life. It was deleted. Everything was gone. At that point, I was scaling my Facebook ads to almost $10,000 friggin' dollars a day. I was getting there. I was breaking through. I had 5,000 friends of my closest friends from childhood with no contact information whatsoever, except for Facebook. I lost my messenger, obviously, throughout that process. I had a custom audience of over 100,000 people that I had paid for to fill up through Facebook ads, gone. I lost all of my business pages, which included the vanity URLs to The Wealthy Trainer, to Branding University, to many more businesses that I had built, all gone in an instant with no chance of getting it back. Now, some of you probably already know this. Here's what you don't know about this situation. I used to think Facebook was my prism, but it was in fact my prison. It really was. And I would have never known that unless this had happened. I cried for about a month, maybe two, maybe three. I cried pretty hard. It was very heartbreaking, but it forced me into learning different platforms, learning YouTube ads, working on my personal brand, actually doing work not surfing around on social media, learning like I've never learned before, literally quintupling my audience and my skills. And it was a blessing, hashtag blessed. 
Now that's what you probably didn't know about me, that it was a true blessing to lose my Facebook account. It forced me in all those other important directions. Just being off social media is the catalyst to everything I'm succeeding in today. I am no longer hostage to like any social media now. In closing, I have to say this, I was able to get back on Facebook. I don't use it for social media, but I do use it to run ads. And here's the kicker. I learned so many other better strategies on other ad platforms that are blue oceans. Facebook is a red ocean market. It's saturated. So now that I'm back on Facebook running ads, I'm not even barely running ads because it's that ineffective. So by having my Facebook account shut down, it was a bad thing at the time when in fact it was a good thing. It was like the big guy upstairs giving me a little nudge saying, you got to go in other directions to grow. And this is not to mention the time I used to waste surfing on Facebook. So there you have it. There's something you may or may not have known about me. I used to think Facebook was my prism. If you don't know what a prism is, you can look it up. It turns a beam of light into all these wonderful colors, usually shaped in a triangle, kind of like a crystally object. That's what I thought Facebook was. When in fact, it was not my prism, it was my prison. So there you have it. Bye-bye, have a great day. Hello, my name is Mark with a C and here's something you probably may or may not know about me in one minute or less. Back in 2012-ish, I used to draw pet cartoons of people's pets for their crazy requests through an online website. My cartoonist name was actually Mark Paws and it was pretty cool. I had a logo, it wasn't even my face, it was a cartoon of my me as the cartoonist. My cartoonist name was actually Mark Paws, as in Paws. I used to sign it Mark with a K and put a couple of little paws and Sharpie. I used to number them. I doodled out whatever they asked me to doodle out. They would digitally send me pictures of their pets and come up with these crazy requests like, I want my pit bull on a scooter wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers helmet, something like that. And then I'd just doodle it away. I would color it in with Sharpies. I'd put it in a secure envelope so it wouldn't bend or get ruined. Cause it was a real work of art y'all. I'll show you in a sec. And that was it. I would send it off to them, but I scanned every one I did. I think I did about 500 of them in total before I got sick of doodling people's pets and their crazy requests. There's a great example of you think you like something and then once you do it a ton, you're like, I don't want to draw another pet in my life. And also that kind of thing is not scalable. I mean, I could have hired cartoonists and stuff, but that's a management nightmare. And really it's not, it was kind of like a passion project. I just wanted to share that with you. So would you like to see a couple of works of art from back then? Here we go. Poof. Okay, here we go. This is one number 75. There it is, 2012. You see my little autograph with the paws, Mark Paws. I had a little cartoon face, which was not me. A cartoon face of me as the cartoonist. Hmm, how funny. And this one was an awesome request. I love this one because if you've seen The Big Lebowski, 
this client wanted his dog. He sent a digital picture of his dog and kind of looks like his dog. And it was in the sweater of the Big Lebowski, the dude. If you saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about. The dog abides. It was always the dude abides. I don't have to explain it all. The dude liked white Russians. This allowed me to kind of unleash my creativity. It was an outlet for my creativity. I'll show you another quick one since I think we're under the minute. There's one where the client sent me his two cute little white doggies and he wanted them in a red Mustang convertible. So there you have it. As you can see, I am not a professional artist. I'm not even a professional cartoonist. I just like to doodle. Or should I say liked to doodle. After 507, I think, 507 of those and the requests kept coming in. I kept putting up the price, you know, they're originals and I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I stopped. But there you have it. Something you probably did not know about me in 2012. I was known as Mark Paws. The website was Anything is Possible, P-A-W. And people would go on the website, put in their crazy requests, upload their pet's pictures, make a payment through PayPal. And this guy would doodle all day long. And there you have it. Have a great day. Bye-bye now. My name is Mark with the C and here's something you may or may not know about me. Back about 10 years ago, I had a company called YummyCanada.com. It was a free coupon printing site. This was back in the day when Groupon was hot. If you remember Groupon and stuff, my site was Yummy Canada. It was no account to open, no form to fill out, no email to enter, click, print and save. And we had over 10,000 restaurants registered and it was super cool. It was uh, really busy. There was a lot of traffic. Restaurants were signing up all the time. Testimonials were coming through. I can print the coupon. I could save money and I don't have to enter any email. And this is 10 years back. So let me just pop up a quick little screenshot, show you what it used to look like. Poof. So here it is. People would basically search by establishment name. They could search by area, location. It was actually pretty sophisticated. The restaurant managers could open an account and they'd have a whole login, a whole back office. They could upload pictures, menu items, amenities. They could change their password and here's where they put up their coupons. It was all absolutely free. Then the customers would simply go to the homepage or search by area and then they could pick the province. They could drill it down and go to the cities. And then they could select a restaurant from here. And then they'd go on the restaurant's profile. They could check out pictures and descriptions. They could check out amenities, what's available and what is not. They could check out menu items. The restaurants could also upload their menu pictures here, all from their back office. And then they have coupons. And people could literally print off the coupons, no email to enter, nothing. Once they print the coupon, there's a code. It could be scanned at the restaurant and the restaurant could actually go in their back office and update their coupons as often as they like. And that is something you probably did not know about me. Bye-bye now. 
Thank you for watching or listening. I hope this content has helped you in any way, maybe motivated, inspired you. Maybe it's triggered an idea. Maybe it's gotten you out of a rut. Maybe it's simply entertained you. Listen, I'm just an ex-computer consultant guy who lost his way to drugs and alcohol and eventually became homeless. From rock bottom, I cleaned up, I clawed my way back into the workforce, I shifted into running my own business, I've been retired from the corporate world for seven years now, and I've never looked back. If you want to follow me on my journey or maybe even connect further, you can either go to my blog at thewealthytrainer.com, that's thewealthytrainer.com, or you can click the link in the description if you're watching this video. Mark Lalone signing off and I'll see you on the inside. Bye-bye now.